Hi, I'm Holden Sherman from Miles of Sports Podcast, and today on Mile 11, I'm going to be giving my AFC South and AFC West division winners for the 2021-2022 NFL season. In the AFC South, I have the Tennessee Titans finishing first. I thought the ad of Julio Jones was great depth to a team that was already elite at wide receiver, um, even though they lost Corey Davis. A.J. Brown was an elite wide receiver last year, and clearly he already has a good relationship with Julio Jones, as seen um, when A.J. Brown was um, publicly um, recruiting Julio Jones to the Tennessee Titans and trying to convince Jones that Tennessee was a great place for him to go. They also added Josh Reynolds, which helps with their wide receiver depth. Another year, another year of consistency for Ryan Tannehill. Ever since he's escaped Miami, he's been such an elite playmaker, and I think his running ability is very underrated. I thought that the loss of Johnny Smith was not that big of a deal. I don't think the Titans should have paid the amount of money that the Patriots did to uh, obtain him and keep him. Um, so I think Anthony Fersker um, is a good replacement. Fersker had a good couple, a strong couple games last year, um, especially when Johnny Smith missed a couple games. Bud Dupree and Caleb Farley and Janoris Jenkins will help bulken up the Titans defense that was quite questionable last year. Um, the Titans are also a very experienced team as the last two seasons they've made the playoffs and they have gone over 500 every year since 2016, and I think they'll continue to do that. And obviously they have the most, in my eyes, the most impactful, strongest running back in the NFL in Derrick Henry, who rushed for 2,000 yards last year and is really spectacular. And it doesn't matter how good the Titans' offensive line is. Henry finds a way to still be, be productive no matter the circumstance. And I think that the Titans' continuity will really help them. And the pieces that they did add um, – are seamless fits to me. I think the Titans are destined to win this division once again, just like they did last year. And second, I have the Indianapolis Colts. I think the Colts are a really strong team. Um, I just have a lot of concerns about um, the start of their season as Carson Wentz is not fully healthy currently. Um, and Quentin Nelson is still recovering as well from the same injury that Wentz has, which is um, a foot injury. And I have concerns about even if they're playing, how effective they'll be um, as they might have lingering injury. The injury that they both have might linger and that would really cause um, disruptance in their ability to be a solid offense overall. And I'm quite concerned about their first five games on the year. They have the Rams, Titans, Dolphins, and Ravens um, and the Seahawks to start. And four of those five teams were playoff teams, and the Dolphins were one win away from being um, a playoff team last year. And that really concerns me if their starting quarterback is not going to be 100% healthy and their best player on their team, Quentin Nelson, and arguably the best offensive lineman in football, is not 100% of what he is, especially in a year where um, a year where um, the Colts have a really tough schedule to start off. It does, it's not a good look. I do like, though, the Colts' wide receivers. Paris Campbell returned from injury, is returning from injury this year. They still have T.Y. Hilton, which will be a great long ball threat for Carson Wentz. Um, and they 
Also have um, Michael Pittman, who showed some really strong flashes of being a really solid overall um, versatile wide receiver last year. Um, they have two tight ends and Jack Doyle and Mo Ali Cox, which I think Carson Wentz will like and he's used to as in Philadelphia with the Eagles. The Eagles had Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz, and I think that a two tight end format will really help them. Jonathan Taylor showed really strong steps last year in becoming an elite running back. And whether they have a solid O-line or not, I expect Taylor to continue his stellar running as he did at the end of last year. Um, I don't think uh, Marlon Mack or Naheem Hines are considered contenders for the starting job as they were last year. And I think that will give Taylor the ability to more freely play and not be um, under the, the mental turmoil of possibly not starting or not. Um, so I think that will really help them out in the run game. Um, drafting Quiddy Pay was a nice a acquisition for their defensive tackle position. Um, they still have Darius Leonard at linebacker, and I think overall the Colts' defense is really, really solid and will continue to be despite the loss of Malik Hooker. Um, and they also have elite special teams. Rodrigo Blankenship um, was one of the top kickers last year in the NFL. Um, I think overall the Colts have a lot of depth, a lot of positions, and have great coaching and great leadership. And I think the Colts would be could be like a, a nine and eight, eleven and six type of team. I'm just concerned about their first five games of the season and whether or not they can recover from. Um, these injuries that they have to their best players and most important players. And then the third team I have in the AFC South is the Jacksonville Jaguars. I actually really like their rebuild. I know a lot of people are skeptical about their position. I think that they've surrounded Trevor Lawrence with some really nice wide receivers. As I've heard out of training camp that he's starting to establish a solid connection with Marvin Jones. They also have LaVisca Chenault and DJ Chark, who both have um, – Big play potential. Um, I thought the loss of Travis Etienne did hurt them, but at the same time, they have James Robinson, who was really productive last year um, and with not the best offensive line. And I believe their offensive line will be better next year as five out of their five starters are returning. Um, and I think that, you know, that type of continuity will really help a young quarterback like Trevor Lawrence. Um, whether they're good or not, it's a unit that knows the system and understands what Jacksonville is trying to build there, and I think that will really help them. They added um, Shaquille Griffin on defense, and I think that was a really nice pickup at cornerback. They still have Miles Jack. I think um, Urban Meyer and Trevor Lawrence will get along together well as Urban Meyer took this job, assuming that he was going to have Trevor Lawrence as the quarterback, and he did. Um, I think that you know the Jaguars, I don't expect them to go out and win nine games next year, but I expect him to win four or five and, you know, Trevor Lawrence have games where he shows why he was such a generational talent and is compared to players like Andrew Luck and Patrick Mahomes, even before playing the single game in the NFL. Um, Trevor Lawrence was, has been a winner throughout his high school and college career. And although I don't expect him to be really productive his rookie year, I expect him to make a lot of strides to sh um, for him to soon be at a place where he wins like he he has in college and high school. And then in fourth, I have the Houston Texans. They stink, to put it lightly. Um, Deshaun Watson 
is a big question mark as he definitely will not be playing the first six games of the NFL season. They have a new coach in David Culley, who a lot of people questioned why was why was he hired. They lost J.J. Watt. Overall, the Texans are just a mess. They didn't have a first-round pick this year to get better. Um, they just overall, they don't have a good – I guess you could say that, you know, Brandon Cooks is a good long ball threat, but, you know, Tyrod Taylor isn't necessarily – the best quarterback in the world. Overall, the Texans aren't very good, and I could see I see them being the worst team in the NFL just due to the fact that they don't have a lot of depth at any positions. And besides for quarterback and Deshaun Watson, who's most likely not going to play, I don't I don't see the Texans winning any games at all, or very very I don't see them winning many games at all due to the fact the lack of talent overall on the team. Now to the AFC West. In first place, to no one's surprise, out of the Kansas City Chiefs. They have the best quarterback in football, um, or at least the most talented, and that goes without any debate, in Patrick Mahomes. He was just as brilliant last year as he has been in all three years of his career. I expect that to continue. Um, Patrick Mahomes has been um, one of the most driven NFL players ever since he got into the pros. Um, I continue to him to be just as good or even better next year, uh, this upcoming year. They have a top three coach in football in Andy Reid. Um, and, you know, the Chiefs, ever since they drafted Mahomes, have only lost to Tom Brady. And if the only team that you've lost to and has made you been eliminated is Tom Brady or, or player, um, I think you're okay. Um, the Chiefs had offensive line issues um, this offseason, and they addressed them tremendously. They revamped their offensive line. Orlando Brown, Austin Blythe, and Kyle Long were all great additions. On top of that, they also drafted offensive linemen in the NFL draft who have performed really well in training camp and in the preseason. Um, And I think that that offensive line will actually help the run game a lot more than it will help Patrick Mahomes. I trust Patrick Mahomes, no matter his offensive line, to be really, really effective purely because Mahomes – has this innate ability, just like a lot of the elite quarterbacks, to make something out of nothing. And I continue expect him to do that, especially with elite um, targets like Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. I expect him to continue to be as stellar, but I think the run game will open up a lot. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire had an inconsistent rookie year as he missed three games uh, last year as well. I think that he will really, really benefit from this more stable offensive line. Um, I think McCall Hardman will be a great um, second wide receiver for the Chiefs, um, and the loss of Sammy Watkins to me will not mean much. Um, I think, you know, the Chiefs have just a lot of depth at wide receiver, as when your third and fourth wide receivers, Tamir McCall Hardman and Byron Pringle, have shown games of having multiple touchdowns or long catches for um, big gains of yards. I think you're good, and I think when you have Patrick Mahomes um, and Andy Reid, all the, the little details will figure themselves out, and I think the Chiefs are on their way to being the best team in the AFC once again this year. In second, I have the Los Angeles Chargers. Justin Herbert was sensational last year, breaking many uh, rookie quarterback records and only starting 15 games last year. He did not start week one. I thought Brandon Staley was a great head coach hire. Um, he's, he's very, very experienced, but he's only – 39 by the end of this year so he'll be really he's very young and relatable 
to all the players. And I think that's really important in the NFL now is relatability from a coach coach um, standpoint. Um, I think that um, he'll help rebuild their defense, who uh, which was a unit that was very has been very good over the years, but they have sometimes issues at the end of games. Um, they have a bevy of running backs. Austin Eckler said in an interview earlier this offseason that he expects to be used like Alvin Kamara. And when Eckler has been healthy and gets solid usage, he's been really, really, really elite. Um, last year, he was hurt for a good chunk of the year. Um, and he never really got in a rhythm. But when he was healthy, he was very, very productive. Um, they also have... Um, they also have nice wide receiver play and Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. Um, I think replacing Hunter Henry with Jared Cook is a nice replacement as well. Um, a nice target who's also another veteran. They drafted um, Asante Samuel, Samuel Jr. to help out with um, a cornerback. Um, Rashawn Slater was a great first-round pick and Corey Lindsley. If you have a young quarterback, you got to do whatever you can to protect them to make sure that they're healthy. And I really think that the Chargers did this, did that this offseason. My one concern with the Chargers, though, is less about their ability on offense and de- defense. I have some concerns about their special teams. Mike Badgey, their kicker, was 28th in field goal percentage among kickers last year with 15 attempts or more. Um, and that really concerns me as the Chargers have been uh, notorious for losing a lot of games at the last minute. Um, due to their defense or their um, their special teams. And like I stated earlier, I'm more that, confident that their defense will be more stable this year, but I have um, a lot of skepticism in regards to their special teams due to the fact that I don't know how well Mike Badgey will be of a kicker for them. And when you play in divisions with – in a division with Patrick Mahomes and you play um, in the AFC, I think – you need to really make sure you don't leave points on the board. And if the Chargers leave a lot of points on the board, it won't matter how good Justin Herbert will be as they're not, he will, the the special teams unit will not be putting him in a position to help him impact wins as much as he would like to. In third place in the AFC West, I have the Denver Broncos. My one big question with them is quarterback stability, but in actuality, I like starting Teddy Bridgewater. He's a veteran. He knows what it takes to be a starting quarterback, even if he's not, the best starting quarterback in the NFL. He was not spectacular last year with only 15 touchdowns and 11 interceptions. But I think at the beginning of last year, he he was really good. Um, Especially, I think it was week three or four last year versus the Cardinals. He looked really solid. I also think Teddy Bridgewater won't have to be the best quarterback ever to help the Broncos be a solid team this year. Um, They have um, really good running back depth. Um, in, as in Melvin Gordon, um, Royce Freeman, and Javante Williams. Um, and I think that will help um, help them out a lot as well. I think Cortland Sutton returning will make their um, wide receiver trio even more potent with Jerry Jude, Judy, Cortland Sutton, and KJ Hamler. That's a lot of depth. Noah Fant has proved to be a nice, solid target. And they have also have the Broncos do an elite defense. The Broncos added Kyle Fuller and Pat Sertain this offseason to, to pair up with an already stacked defense that consists of Justin Simmons and Von Miller. They also added Ronald Darby, too. Um, and Vic Vangio has pressure to win. 
and they have um, Fangio is a defensive-minded coach, so I think that this type of team and this type of defensive roster will really fit up his um, his repertoire and what he's what he's good with. They have a sturdy O line led by Garrett Bowles uh, last year, and I expect it to be uh, rock solid as well this year, barring injury. And twelve out of the seventeen opponents that they face this year went 500 or worse last year. And I think overall, I can see Denver being a much better team this year, showing more strides in the right direction. And possibly if they pull off a trade later in the season for a star quarterback that's on the market or a more serviceable quarterback, maybe they they do even better than third in the AFC West and they show to be an even better team. In fourth place in the AFC West, I have the Las Vegas Raiders. They have a solid backfield in Kenyon Drake and Josh Jacobs, but I didn't fully understand why they did that. Um, I thought that they could have addressed their line off more. They lost four of their five starters last year, and they did draft Alex Leatherwood in the first round, but um, I don't think that makes up for the losses that they had um, overall as they lost, including Trent Brown. They played the, in four of their last five games. They played the Chiefs, Browns, Chargers, um, and Colts, and then the the other one is versus Denver, who I was saying is also a very solid team. Um, and the thing with the Raiders is they usually start very strong to start the season, but they get continually worse as the season goes on. And I am really concerned the same thing will happen again this year due to the fact of their schedule. Um, they yes, they added um, Gerald McCoy and Casey Hayward and Yannick and Guacque, and I think that will help their defense and help out Max Crosby as the Raiders were in the bottom half of teams with sacks last year. But overall, Derek Carr is a good good um he's a good good quarterback. I like Henry Ruggs and Tyrell Williams and they added Willie Sneed, but overall I'm just concerned and Darren Waller is a top three tight end, but overall I'm just really concerned about, you know, what separates the Raiders. What do they have that other teams don't? And I just think as a result of them just not having a solid offensive line and not using their money properly in the offseason to help it out, to help out their O-line, I have concerns, um, and I feel that they'll finish fourth in the AFC West. This is Holden Sherman from Miles of Sports Podcast, and to summarize, in the AFC South, I have the Tennessee Titans in first place, the Colts in second, the Jacksonville Jaguars in third, and the Texans in fourth. In the AFC West, I have the Kansas City Chiefs in first place, the Chargers in second, the Denver Broncos in third, and the Las Vegas Raiders in fourth. See everyone on mile 12. Have a nice day.